Are you ready? Yeah. Are you with it? Yeah. Okay, let's go. You know what to do. The whole world's watching and counting on you. And all you people listening out there, everybody, everywhere. Hang on, hang on, hang on! Welcome to Checkered Past, a loving postmodern examination of the Go-Go Check branded comic magazines published by DC Comics between February 1966 and August 1967. I'm Dr. Bob, and each week I'll be your guide on this trippy tour through 535 mid-century masterpieces of graphic noveldom. This week, Sea Devils number 32, cover date November 1966, cover price 12 cents, cover artist Howard Purcell and Jack Adler, edited by George Cashton, featuring The Deep Six Time Trap, writer unknown, art by Howard Purcell and Sheldon Moldolf. Are you ready? Are you with it? Then away we go go. The Sea Devils meet two divers and bring them to the location where a time capsule was recently buried. When the divers steal the capsule, the Sea Devils pursue them, boarding their ship where they are taken into the future. Confused? Don't worry, I'll be right back with Dr. Husband to explain everything. June, July, What are you outing about now? Well, I went to that bike ride yesterday. What? So there's a certain part of my anatomy that's tender. Yes, I totally understand that. I do the exercise bike once in a while, and I get off the exercise bike, and the next day I'm a little tender. Why can't they invent something that would be like a... I don't know, just like something like a net or something that you sit in, like a pet net (laughs) that's suspended somehow on the bicycle so that you don't actually, like a, what are those things that babies sit in? Uh, Like a baby swing swing where their legs go through and their butts... Well, they supported. do have things called uh, like uh, I don't think that they're safe for the road, but recumbent bicycles. Uh-huh. You know, those are constructed so that you're actually sitting in a reclining position. I like the sound of that. I know, but they are not safe for the road. I'm not know. on the road. No, I'm on the, the trail. national trail. Yes, yes, yes. Well, I have to say, uh, it is a lovely evening, and we it's been raining now uh, on and off for for a few days here and there. First time we've had rain in two hundred years. Oh my God, uh, we need it, and the the lawn is just starting to green up again, just 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 in time for it to freeze. Yes, yes. Well, yes. Look at us. Look at us. Recording two uh, recording sessions back to back. It's, it'll never happen again. No, no, it's very rare. I, of course, we are doing this in advance of next week, so this will come out in two weeks, because I will be going, I will be in Fort Lauderdale next yes. weekend. Yes, my beloved Aunt Mary uh, passed away a few weeks ago, and uh, she was very, very dear to me. She was, um, but, so my, it was my father had three siblings, a sister and two brothers. And my father, of course, passed away in 2013. And my aunt uh, and I were very close. We spoke quite frequently. And she treated me like a son. And she unfortunately passed away. And so I will be flying down to spend time with my cousins and my uncles and uh, and go to her service. And I'll be singing at her service. But um, it's, you know, not a, you know, it's, it's not a gig. It's a very right. special thing. Will so. there be a live stream? Uh, no, 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 no. So um, I'm looking forward to spending time with family, which is why we're recording this this weekend, because, of course, next Sunday is the very important annual meeting. The 
annual HOA meeting. And you are president. I am president. And are you going to be back? Do I have to preside by myself? I. What time's the meeting? 4 p.m. Oh, yeah. I will be here for the meeting. Yep. <sighs> so relieved. Yes. God willing and, and the creek don't rise. I'll we'll be here have fried chicken that the HOA will provide we and soft fried. drinks. Nice. I have encouraged everyone to bring a side dish or dessert to share. Now, of course, last year, yes, I invited, I didn't have a meal. I just had hot cider because it was October. Right. And I invited people to bring a appetizer or dessert to share. And everyone brought desserts. Well, six people came to the meeting uh-huh. out of a neighborhood of 30 houses. Yes. Five of those people brought brownies. The sixth... Uh, person brought the brownies and dropped them off and then left and, and didn't then go to the meeting yes yes so but you gave so. them a little bit of notice this time so i mean i don't know if, if the notice you gave this time was any more any was was any farther in advance than you did last time well yes it was 30 days in advance because i okay. finally read the covenant that says i have to give them 30 days notice so i did and what are we sipping uh we are sipping a pegu club cocktail which is Oof. gin triple sec Lime juice and bitters. It's very strong. Because the comic we're reading today has driven me to drink. Uh, <laughs> and may I say, I don't blame you. Uh, this we drove me to drink as well. We have read a lot of crap in the past five years. We've read a lot of charming, delightful. Silly. Silly stories. A couple of really good ones. Some great ones. Actually, more than a couple. Yeah. I have not before this time been... Physically affected with rage <laughs> by a story. <laughs> not even a I Jerry Lewis recall, comics. Not even a Jerry Lewis or a Bob Hope. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, I'm speechless. Yeah. yeah. It's the Sea Devils. It's awful. Number 32. <laughs> it's not great. Yeah. Stick around with us, listener. Beautiful cover. The Sea Devils have this sort of painted effect on their covers mm-hmm. mostly. It really is. It is deceptively beautiful. You would think that you're in for a really good story. Except for it's like a a cat head coming out of an atomic mushroom cloud mm-hmm. is what they're fighting. Mm-hmm. The Sea Devils, of course, are four adventurers. Dane Dorrance, his friend Biff. Biff! Judy and her kid brother Nikki, clearly modeled on the Fantastic Four if the Fantastic Four had no powers and were underwater adventurers and were idiots and <laughs> this you are such a treasure uh the writer is uncredited in my internet research and i believe there's good reason for that because uh they would be drummed out of the core for this if their story. identity was known yeah some writers uh realize their story is no good and so they'll give a fake byline oh. after the fact uh-huh. which makes me think that this writer maybe thought this story was good and just forgot to write his name down oh okay okay i don't know mm-hmm. um this surpasses even bob haney's worst story wow yeah. Let's dive in and, and, and see how... No pun intended. Dive in. Let's <laughs> see how bad it is. All set, everybody. You are now about to embark on an unbelievable voyage with the Sea Devils. They put that in a parenthetical statement as if you didn't know that you had just bought a comic named the Sea Devils because it's on the cover and also right here on the splash page. An unbelievable voyage with the Sea Devils to a fascinating world that doesn't yet exist. Sounds crazy. Then how can you explain wacky events that shouldn't occur but do? So, no explanations. Just climb aboard, batten down your sanity hatches, thanks for the warning, Oh yeah. and start hoping for some kind of escape from... The the Deep Six six Time time Trap. trap. What a place to wind up in, an oddball world where flying lizard men flap around like birds. Yeah, but these are birds with ray guns. Nikki, Biff, quit trying to figure out all this kooky business. Hit the deck. Ready? Yes. Here we go. I just took another sip. A craft flies, oh, plies, sorry, Plies. plies across a smooth sea 
on what appears to be a pleasant day for boating, but what will prove to be an unforgettable day of terror. Look, Dane, something up ahead. Aboard the vessel named the Flying Fish are four figures, the famed sea devils. Yes, I see it. Something's bobbing around in the water. It looks like a whale. That's odd, Judy, since these aren't exactly whale waters. As they draw closer, they see it's a submarine with two divers bobbing around beside it. Hello. Hello. Ah, the sea devils. We seem to be having a little trouble. Mind if we board? Wait, how do they know they're the sea devils? Well, the sea devils are world-famous adventurers. Okay. Come on, we'll give you a hand. Shortly after, we're trying to locate the area where the marine scientist recently buried the time capsule. We helped with that project. Why do you want to find it? Will, we want to do a deep-sea photo layout for Aquanaut magazine. You know, shoot some pictures around the area down there. So hold up. Uh, Picture News, or whoever the fuck this is, (laughs) wants to do a feature story on a time capsule after it's buried. They want to take pictures of the ground where the time capsule is buried. This doesn't raise an eyebrow. No, because I'm sure there were no pictures taken of them placing the objects inside the time capsule or the actual lowering of the time capsule from the boat into the ocean or the people who helped with it or anything related to it. No, they did the entire thing in some sort of obscure, non-recorded exercise. Am I correct? Yes, correct. And so the, the, the members of... The sea devils are like, oh, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, of course. You know, we were saying that when we were doing this project that no one was photographing it. I'm so glad that Aquanaut magazine decided to send someone out to record this post-event. I'm sorry, folks. I do sound really bitter, don't I? Deservedly so. Yes, Honestly. They lead the uh, Aquanaut magazine crack reporting team. To the area where the time capsule is buried. Mm. There they go. The capsule is buried right next to this interesting stone marker. Maybe you'd like a picture of that. (laughs) They're all in radio contact with each other. The reporter pulls out his camera. And a blinding glare ensues. Right. It's like a thousand magnesium flares lit up all at once. And while the dazzled sea devils grope around blindly. Mm -hmm. uh, So this time capsule is not actually buried. It's just under a little lid that these maroons can lift up and steal the time capsule. Yep, yep. That scans. Meanwhile, to kill the glare, Dane Dorrance, leader of the sea devils, releases an ink bomb. That's a handy little object to have in the sea. I guess so. An ink bomb. Yeah, do this probably have squid ink in there? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's something weirds going on here, Dane thinks. That's no ordinary camera flash. No, because it was like the strength of a thousand magnesium flares. Mm. Dane sees that they've captured the the capsule and orders the sea devils to nail them. But another flash. And Dane is blinded again. But as he spots a passing shark, the stranger seems to panic, turning his attention away from the helpless sea devils. Yeah, this is one of the reporters sees a shark, and he thinks to himself, I better disintegrate it. Mm. And in that brief second of hesitation, Dane is able to give him a punch on the kisser and steals his so-called camera. Then we have four floating heads. Yep. Uh, no pun intended. It's the sea devils and their heads are floating. <laughs> they witness in shocked horror as this uh, reporter, so-called, transforms into an alien. Well, actually, a human dressed in a, a strange A human costume. dressed with a yellow tunic and flared green culottes and <laughs> a pointy, spiky helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a green cape, because mm-hmm. capes are great underwater. They oh, yeah, they're really necessary. Well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. While up above, where the other diver has made the same transformation, yes. he, says, he says, he thinks to himself, our time was up. 
We had to change to our real selves, but Amtel will drown down, uh, down there unless, abruptly, far below. Incredible, like magic. He's suddenly inside a big bubble. Was he, does he have a French accent? Oh, he did when I said it just now. Yes. Um, he doesn't. Who's that? Uh, that's not Biff. Who is that? That's Dane. Dane. No, he goes, incredible, like <laughs> no. magic. Dane is the leader. Yeah, he's stupid. Oh. Okay. They're all stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh... What's his face? Amtel has been encased in a bubble and is being drawn to the surface faster than the sea devils can swim. So they feel like idiots, deservedly so. They were duped into revealing where the capsule was, and now we must get it back. I heard this joke the other day. You want to hear it? Yes. So this these baby cow says to uh, its mother, Mommy, why did you name me Butterfly. And she said, well, butterfly, it's because when you were born, a butterfly landed on your forehead and I named you butterfly. And then the next cow walks over and says, mommy, why did you name me rainbow? And he said, that's because a ray of a rainbow landed on your forehead when you were born. And then the third baby cow walked over and went, dirt, 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 dirt. she said, that's right, ceramic brick. <laughs> I'm fascinated by this ad for the Mattel thing maker, which I oh. <laughs> very vaguely remember from my youth. I never had one, but I do remember you could pour rubber cement or whatever it was into these little molds and make little bugs, creepy thing crawlers maker. or fighting men. I used to have something like this. Or it was creeple um, people. It was something you would pour wax into a mold and you would make race cars. Uh-huh. You know, it was like this. You would pour something into a mold. No, you would you would put, I don't know, wax into a mold. And then you would put your little parts to the car in it. And then you melt it down and then you cool them and pop them out. And then you have a little race car. Did, it, did the wheels move? Mm-hmm. Huh. Okay, so imagine you've got two axles with wheels. Yeah. And there's a mold. Yeah. And so you put the axles down in first, and then you sprinkle or pour, no, not pour, sprinkle your wax uh-huh. into that, and then set it into the warmer. And then the wax melts down, and of course the axles are encased in the wax, uh-huh. but the wheels are separate from it. Uh-huh. So then you cool it down and pull it out, and you pop out, and you got a little car with wheels. Huh. Remember they had those little figurines, like Disney character figurines, but they were made of wax? Actually, I think it had a separate thing that you pour the hot wax into the car. So that's a no on the Disney figurines. Um, yes, I'm, I was just thinking that was a really cool toy. You know, we were poor growing up, but my mom would, would, would she really did give me some nice toys. Well, I didn't grow up in Lady Astor's penthouse, but I had wax figures of Disney characters and they floated in the bathtub. Really? And, but you couldn't take them in the car trips because if you leave them in the back of the car, they'd melt in the car. I know something. What? I went to the Miami Zoo with my grandparents, my grandma and grampy, and, yes. they, and I had a big elephant, uh, uh, a yellow wax elephant that uh-huh. was made in one of those machines, and my sister had a gorilla. Did they have green heads like Beast Boy? No, but there was a famous gorilla at the Atlanta Zoo, or it might have been in Miami, it was called Willie B., uh-huh. Uh, and I think it was in Atlanta. And my sister was obsessed with this gorilla. She loved this gorilla. It lived a very long time. It's not alive anymore. Didn't it just die like five years ago? Oh, you know it. You know yes, that. Yes, sure. of course. Yes, okay. Anyway, if anybody has a Mattel thing maker, Please let me know. It. Hook me up. Meanwhile, the sub-like craft, which Judy mistook for a whale because whales look just like submarines. <laughs> Has also undergone a remarkable change into some kind of uh, hovercraft. Amtol and Batu uh, are getting onto the craft. They are in a hurry because it might be too late. The capsule is already inside. I don't understand why they even wasted uh, uh, any time on this one panel, bottom left. I already put the capsule inside but came out again when I saw you weren't with me. Who cares? Right. Right? I don't know why they wasted any time... Uh, posing as reporters for the feature news. Like, just get your aliens down there and get the thing. No kidding. 
But before the hatch can close again, the sea devils are on the surface. They realize it's a spaceship. I wonder where from? No time for wild guesses. Let's get inside before they take off. Have you ever run with flippers on? I have not. I have. No. And? Yeah. Well, of course, I grew up in Florida, so yes. we always had flippers and stuff like that. You, you couldn't know. actually charge forward like that, could you? you could uh, no, because you go flop, 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 flop. You can run, but it's very clumsy and you're very likely to fall down. And you couldn't bend forward like that because you would for sure trip, right? I mean, you can run with them if, you, if it's something you do quite often, but it's it's dangerous. And you're because you, you have to lift up your feet really high because, well, your toes are super long in them. Uh-huh. Your, no, that's, that's silly. It's just not easy. You know what else is dangerous? What? Jumping onto a spaceship that you don't know where it came from or where it's going. Well, if you jump onto a spaceship, you deserve whatever the hell happens to you. Right. Mm-hmm. They see inside that Atoll and what are their names? Batu and Amtel. Mm-hmm. And the third one now are in some kind of suspended animation cage. Mm-hmm. And the ship is taking off. The sea devils are not in suspended animation. So hopefully they uh, have to die. live out their lives on the spaceship, and we'll never have to hear from them again. <laughs> but no such luck. I don't even know why they go into suspended animation, because it doesn't seem to have any sort of negative effect on them, except to make them slightly dizzy. Yeah. Well, it looks as if the sea devils got conned into a beaut of a boner, <laughs> revealing the whereabouts of a time capsule to mysterious persons with phenomenal powers now. The daring divers of the deep are trapped on what? A spaceship? Let's find out. Well, they're getting spun around like they're inside of a clothes dryer. Yeah, what's that carnival ride where you you oh, stand the, up uh, and then you... The cyclone? Something like that, yeah. That's, I figured that's what this is like. I was riding that once, and uh, it was when puka shell necklaces were in vogue. Uh-huh. What so, are puka oh, shell necklaces? With the little shells, like a tight choker with the little okay. shells. Uh-huh. Puka shells. Okay. It was the 70s. Mm-hmm. Everyone wore them. Not just me. Okay. And uh, I went on that ride and started spinning. And, of course, the tight choker, which was already tight because I had a very muscular neck (laughs) as a youth. (laughs) Uh, That necklace starts getting dragged against the back of the thing. I'm choking to death. Oh, my God. That sounds Uh, terrible. It was awful. And also, I was so muscular that I wasn't strictly pressed against the side like the other (laughs) children. I was starting to slide down. (laughs) So I was a healthy eater. I wore husky jeans. I did too. Now, the craft slows down. Uh, Judy. (laughs) God dang it. (laughs) The craft has stopped, but what was its destination? Meaning, Meaning, where where are we? (laughs) (laughs) We. This isn't a great story. It's awful. Let's get through it. But no, oh, I was going to tell a story from our past okay. when uh, one of our voice professors, who was African American, was singing an African American <laughs> spiritual. <laughs> I know what this story. And she—I'm not going to name her, but she was such an elegant, wonderful, beautiful lady. You listened to everything she said. She was amazing. Yes. But she got up to sing the spiritual, which was called Get On Board, Little Children. Get on board, little children. Get on board, little children. And she Beautiful. announced to the crowd, I will be singing Get On Board, Little Children, which means <laughs> Get On Board, Little Children. <laughs> I adore her. I stan her. Yes. Now they find themselves in this world of futuristic architecture. It looks like the ocean has receded so that we even see part of the crust of the earth that these buildings are sat upon. Look outside at that fantastic, crazy world. Oh boy, this planet must be way out in another galaxy. Another another fat, like a B-word fat? Yes. Sudden movement behind the sea devils. Stand, ancient ones. Our orders are to take you alive unless you force us to disintegrate you. I disintegrate wish, you. If only. Please. What boils me is they called us ancients. We ain't that old. 
Another thing, they talk, oh, this is Biff. Another thing, they talk our lingo, even if it is a little highbrow. And brrr, did he look in their eyes? Silence. They got dots for eyes. <laughs> Silence. You will speak only when spoken to. <laughs> now suddenly these other two fellas mm-hmm. pop up out of the water and start zap, zap, zapping the sea devils. Get out of the way, sea devils. They're actually zapping the other aliens. The sea devils have to dive out of the way. Luckily for us, so the story can continue, the instantaneous force field saved the evil aliens, and they have to catch the prisoners who have escaped into the ocean. They're swimming over to the other craft. Quickly now, someone calls out, without the slightest delay, into the vanishing craft. Greetings, Dane and Judy, Biff, Nikki. No, wait a minute. We missed the part where Biff has looked into the window to see who is piloting the vanishing craft and says, wow, look what's waiting inside. You couldn't keep me out, pal. Because it's a woman piloting this escape craft. We needed to make sure that we have time for some sort of sexist dialogue. Uh Mm -hmm. This gal at the helm. And she has a musical voice. Yes, she does. Greetings, Dane and Judy, Biff. Nikki, because she has musical notes. Yes. Mm-hmm. You not only know we're the Sea Devils, but you even know our names. We've stumbled into an endless production line of surprises. Please hurry. Put these on before before a Griffithsour finds us. A Griffithsour? What's that? Well, here we go. Lower too late. The Griffithsour has found them. It's a griffin, which famously is a lion-eagle hybrid, mm-hmm. but also can swim underwater, apparently. Yes, it's a Griffithsour. That's what, clearly what it is. It's going to crush this ship, but maybe not. If Dane can just get out of here. This gal says, no, you mustn't. It's a horrible death waiting for you out there. He, She grabs him and he grabs her. Like yes, like they're old friends. Yeah. Uh, well, Nikki mentioned magnesium flares earlier, and they happen to have a couple, and they just might do the trick. Open the airlock! Like a firefly attracting an elephant, but... So now we get the famous cover photo. Well, actually, a cover art, but not Ish. quite. Yeah, yes. yeah. So uh, the other sea devils have put on these helmets. Uh, they're urging Dane to come back. He's got to find, uh, he's got to fight the Griffisar. Griffisar does let go. And Dane suddenly remembers that the magnesium flares don't last forever. They're going to snuff out in a minute. So yeah, I'm glad he remembered that. Yep. Better get on to the ship. He's got to put this helmet on because the ship cannot escape unless everyone on board is wearing one of these helmets. And then it transports. It, it transports in the nick of time. That's great. The Griffisar is left eyes agape. Yep. Just absolutely Aww. doesn't know what's happened. Poor Griffithsar. And before even a split second passes, they are in an undersea cavern. Okay, can I just say something, please? Yes. When I was reading this, I thought, this has got to be a dream sequence, some wacky dream sequence, and we're going to wake up Mm -hmm. at any moment. Any moment. I kept waiting for it. It was just so bizarre. Yes. Yeah, look at that. There's a spider in the window. (gasps) Is there really? Yes. Oh, I was just going to say, the the sky seems to be lightening up a bit. Oh. Mm. Well, they are in an undersea cavern. There's another city in this undersea cavern. And Dane says, what planet are we on? Remember, we still don't know what's going on. That's because you urged everyone earlier not to ask any questions, Dane. (laughs) This gal says you're still on your own planet, Earth. This is Earth? Her name is Love L. Is she Kryptonian? Love hyphen L. Oh, it's just Lavelle. (laughs) She she was born in a trailer. Lavelle is right. You were brought through a... She's Whiskey Tango Bomb. Okay, here we are getting to the part that made me uh, start drinking. Okay. Lovell is right. You were brought through a time warp a thousand years into the future. This is the year 2166. This is a comic company (laughs) which has a monthly series a very popular monthly series which uh-huh. does take place 1000 years in the future uh-huh. and which frequently 
correctly states the year of 1,000 years in the future as 2966, not 2166, which is... 166 plus plus 34. 200 200 years in the future. 200 years. In the 200 years... Now, you may say that maybe the robot revolution happened with the metal men as we've predicted and I can hear your civilizations father's voice now you may say <laughs> that the robot revolution happened and they had to restart from year 0 mm-hmm. like the cambodians did <laughs> in the killing fields and so maybe they lost 800 years. <laughs> I repeat, maybe they lost 800 <laughs> years. Maybe that's when Commandy was living in the planet of animals <laughs> and fighting the gorillas. God, if these people only knew your father. Or maybe <laughs> the robots reset the timeline. I don't, I'm out of it. <laughs> These bitches don't know how to do their math. Editor George Cashton, who also edited the Teen Titans story that we saw last week, which Mm -hmm. was not terrible. Well, there was an auto text, a text pilot. Uh, Yes, yes. So maybe he's a drinking man as well. Mm -hmm. Just walk across the hall to Mort (laughs) Weisinger's office, who's got his fingers in everything, and say, hey... What year is a thousand years in the future? Because I know you have that popular monthly series that takes place a thousand years in the future. That's 2166, right? Mort Weisinger would say, no, George, no. It's 2966. It's exactly 1,000 years in the future. <laughs> 2166 is only 200 years in the future. Uh, none of the sea devils can add because they all gasp in amazement. 2166, whoa, you could say, again for me. Uh, How do you like that? All of a sudden, we're a thousand years older. No, you're not. <laughs> well, they, in, in, in their defense, they were spun around inside of a, of a space thing just, just moments ago. Guess what? What? Don't you have to know math to be a scuba diver and know how long your oxygen's going to last and whatnot and how much pressure you can take without getting the bends? And... <laughs> I, can't, I can't understand why we're always getting the bends every time they come up. <laughs> I, I calibrated my gas tank so I know exactly how much I'm getting a thousand milligrams of nitrogen every minute. <laughs> Oh, fuck. We'll explain why you're here, sea devils, and explain the catastrophe threatening this earth, which was yours and is now ours. Hold it. I can't help gaping at your eyes. They have pupils. What? Amazing. Pupils <laughs> and eyes? How much has changed in the intervening 1,000 years? 800. It's 200 years. Um, those other creeps had blank eyes. Why? Well, we haven't yet been imprisoned mentally by the quote-unquote outsiders, Biff. Once they snare your mind, a blankness covers your eyes as well as your mind. You then see and think only as a command. We here of the under-ocean are all that remain of free earthlings. All others are mental prisoners, hyphenated, mental hyphen prisoners. Mental Mental prisoners prisoners of the quote-unquote outsiders. Just who are these quote-unquote outsiders? And with your great scientific knowledge, how'd this happen in the first place? A year ago, they came. First a few, then hundreds. Uh, hold up. Was it really a year ago, or was it like 500 years ago? Because well, how would we know? I have to pause here for a second to say in this story that we have going on here, right? Yes. So, a year ago this happened. Mm-hmm. They're in an undersea cavern with a city built. Yes. A city which they built in a year. In a year. Okay? Yeah. Hello. A year ago, they came. First a few, then hundreds. Their spacecraft plunged into the sea like a hail of meteorites. Within weeks, the seas began shrinking, dropping from their normal water lines. At first, Earth was merely puzzled and terrified, because we feared all water would soon disappear. Daring men plunged beneath the waves to find the mystery, but upon encountering the invaders in their craft... Yes, master, your thoughts command me. I do your bidding, uh... The mind-capturing, hyphenated, mind-capturing, 
spread and spread all over the world. Few escaped, but those who did escape learned the secret of the disappearing oceans. Fantastic. Unbelievable. But look what the outsiders are doing. What the free earthmen saw was a tremendous underseas plant. Spray pumping, hibernated, <laughs> spray pumping. Spray pumping water into the atmosphere above. Yes, the reptile men invaded. Oh, whose voice is that? That's the her. Yes, the reptile men, hyphenated, reptile men, invaders are using our seas, lakes, and rivers to liquefy Earth's atmosphere. They can live up there in liquefied air, but cannot survive in the sea itself. How? Why? I don't can understand. live in it's... liquefied air? I'm Okay, of all scientific principles yes. in the 1,800, 200 years yes. since they disappeared, because I know how atmospheres work because I live and on the Earth and I am a scientific hobbyist. What you're describing, girl, is weather. <laughs> The air evaporates from the oceans, it goes to the atmosphere, and then returns to the earth as rain. You can't... And assuming you could liquefy Earth's atmosphere, why can they live in a liquid atmosphere but not in the ocean itself? So that's why we... Oh, wait, wait. So that's why we saw lizard guys swimming in the air. They weren't... It's not... You were breathing. But only... It's not... But only making one of their periodical tests. They'll need more water and more... Until it's all been liquefied, used to liquefy the atmosphere. And that <laughs> means all Earth people will die. No, it doesn't. No. If you need water to survive, the water's in the air now. You, now you don't have to go in the ocean. They're just saying they're making it incredibly humid. Right. Hello. But not so humid that you can swim through the air. No. It's so stupid. Well, I'm then glad we're here. Go, then go to the... Then go into the... Empty ocean and, and if you can't in survive air. in the ocean, live in a lake. Yes. Hello. Well, I'm God. glad we're here, babe. We'll start knocking off those lizard guys and put this planet back in shape. That's why we're here, ain't it? Okay, so just assuming yes. that the four sea devils yes. will be able to take on an entire world-conquering army of lizard men. Sure. I'm just leaving that there. No, you're here for another reason. But I'll have to tell you later on. There goes the emergency alert. We're being attacked. <laughs> the quote-unquote outsiders. Get away. Go into hiding. Get a weapon of any kind. Got a weapon. Any kind of weapon? Just, Just my zappa gun. Zappa gun. Hyphenated. Zappa, zappa hyphen gun. Maybe you should call it zappa gun. Um, it's so puny. It's so puny against their weapons. Why are you calling it a zappa gun? Because it goes zappa zappa? Yeah. Call it, it's yes. a gun. Just my zappa gun. Don't argue. Take the other... Oh, God. I, I can't. I can't. I can't. Take well, the other sea devil. Take the other sea devils into hiding. I'll find you later. And he jumps into the water. Right. And he goes... And he... I don't know. He uses... Oh, yeah. It does. It's a zappa gun because that's what it does. It zaps. Zap. Zap. Want to sleep a while, crocodile? <laughs> nice kick thrust, Dane. Part three. The D6. Wait a minute. Okay, oh, Wait a minute. Oh God, we I need move. to talk you about the letters page. All right. All right. Um, I imagine the Venn diagram of people reading comics who are also into scuba diving <laughs> is a very small number. Oh, totally. This entire letters page, I'm just going to put it out here, was written by one person. Probably George Cashdan when he was still sober. <laughs> because every single letter is not about the stories that we've been reading in The Sea Devils, which have involved, I'll remind you, Manfish, also hyphenated, who can transform himself into any fish. Okay. We had a team up with the Doom Patrol, where Beast Boy became not an one animal, but an entire school, school of, of fish who all had green faces. Okay. And Captain X, who is secretly Dane's father, who is radioactive, and that's why he can't tell Dane who he is. Okay. He's the bitter enemy of Manfish. Every single letter is a question about scuba diving. 
Dear Sea Devils, while diving recently, I noticed a scuba diver banging his tank with a rock. Soon, other divers in the area were doing likewise. Have you any idea what that was all about? Yes, they had just found a time capsule and a hatch that could open easily to retrieve the time capsule, and they were alerting the other divers to the time capsule. <laughs> Dear Sea Devils, is it true there are certain foods one must avoid if he wants to become a diver? There are no foods you would have to give up permanently. However, in the meal you eat before diving, you should avoid sodas or other gassy foods and drinks. The reason for this is obvious to any experienced diver. The day after you dive, you're going to have a half a colonoscopy and you have to have your bowels clear so that you don't explode on the table. Dear Sea Devils, why is it considered dangerous to dive when you have a head cold? <laughs> Dear Maxine, when you have a head cold, underwater pressure could force germs into the middle ear or sinus, resulting in serious infection. Maxine Weinstein, New York, New York. Somebody made that letter up and that name. You know Maxine was not, is she a diver? Does she go off, you know, into the, the Hudson River and go diving for pearls? No. No. Lawrence Lee, Richmond, Virginia. These are fake names. I'm calling it. Dear Sea Devils, recently I went diving for lobsters and had a heck of a time catching any. Even though there were plenty around, is there any way of snaring a lobster without getting nipped by its claws? Yeah, buy it, Red Lobster. Speaking of your family, you know they grew up in Nova Scotia. Yes. And I remember them talking about, in their day, yes. lobsters were like junk food. They'd feed it to prisoners and True. they'd give kids a dime to go out on the beach and pick up lobsters and yeah. they washed up. True. Imagine. Mm -hmm. Sounds like paradise to me. Anyway. Back to this horrid story. I wonder if anyone's still listening to the this. The big rumbles on hyphenated kahwama. Hyphenated. Can we have a talk about hyphens here for a second? Yes, please. It's an excessive use of hyphenates. A hyphen. Excessive <laughs> use of hyphens yes. in this story. Agreed. My God. There's look. How many hyphens are on in this paragraph? One. Uh, free for all. Hyphen. Two. two far hyphens. past. Far past. Two. Far future. Three. Free for all. Two more. Four. Five. Five in that paragraph. And then Dane, with his mighty flying kick, says, "Oh, hyphen you, hyphen T. Get the hint." How often do you use hyphens in your writing? Um, maybe once a week. Right. Very sparingly. Of course, I'm under government guidelines, so. Yes. Must have. So Dane steals a ship and pushes the wrong button, so it goes zip-zapping around the ocean and crashes into all these other ships. These aliens, I should say, have you seen... Uh, the new Battlestar Galactica, the character of Hilo, how he kind of has that lip that overhangs his lower lip. He's an attractive gent. These aliens are not, but they do have that overhanging lip. Hilo. Which one is he? Hilo. The Hilo that married uh, Boomer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Athena. Oh, yeah. 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 He's a he's good looking drink fellow, he's but drink he water. does have that weird lip thing happening. Nothing weird about his lip. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know? How tall is he? Like six five? Oh, like nine feet, I think. Oh my god, he's very fit. This is something. Well, that show is twenty five years old, so he was fit. Yes, okay. This is what? What? That show is not twenty five years it's old. At it was least two thousand six. So twenty. Yes, okay, well, I'm almost 20. <laughs> this is something new to the tyrannical outsiders. A madman from a millennium ago, 200 years. A nut from the 20th century, 200 years ago. And so, a frantic charge to the welcoming waters. Why do these underwater ships have wheels? I must say, the only saving grace of this story is that the panels are large. So which it means moves. It moves Sorry. really quickly. Are these like the duck boats in Daytona Beach that <laughs> can go from beach to water? Do you remember that the people that died in that duck boat? Was that in Daytona? Was it, or was it in, in New England? Where the I duck think boat it was, was New England. Yeah. You couldn't catch me ever going in a duck boat. No. No. As for Dane, well, Dane can always find a way to stop a runaway vehicle. Why don't I just crash it right into this rock wall? Dane. 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 Now, this gal from the future, she gives Dane a kiss on his cheek and just look at Judy. She, and look, <laughs> her speech bubble has her speech icicles bubble dripping from dripping it. dripping icicles. Yes, just marvelous, darling. 
Mm. However, we must find new headquarters. The outsiders suddenly no longer, quote unquote, the outsiders will be back to destroy this place. I have to say, we have a listener that helps us once in a while on our dramatic readings. Uh I have never been able to figure out how to do his woman's voice that can't act, that can't, (laughs) I, it is genius i'm trying to channel that right now and i know i'm not doing it as I well i thought as i was but thanks you're doing a good job but i can't do it i cannot do it i just i don't know how he does it when he does it he picks certain words to accent that make no sense whatsoever and it's brilliant now remember the time capsule yeah what oh god yes that's right yes. why did they bring it here to the future what do they want with it we don't know <laughs> but we hope to find out with your help Otherwise, it would spell the end of all Earth people. And now, at the great cave of the, quote, outsiders. Yes. A sprawling place filled with heavily liquefied air. So, water. It's just humid, folks. It's just humid. Amtel, Batu, come forward, you miserable flops. But, sire. Don't but sire me. You permitted the sea devils to come through time with you. Already they're making a shambles of my forces, giving courage to our enemies. However, sire. We did bring back the thousand-year-old time capsule, 200 years, containing the prize you seek. No more words. Bring it to me. Bah! They open the time capsule. Films and records of the past useless to me. I want the strange planet stone mentioned by numerous Earth scientists over the centuries. Ah, here it is, the planet stone, a mysterious object that assured certain victory. When I saw this, this this story is so wacky. I really thought it was gonna we're gonna wake up from and this is a dream sequence, like a facts of life episode. I throw your iPad across the room. I saw this. I thought they were going through all of this crazy adventure to find a bowling ball. (laughs) I thought that's where the story was gonna go. Yeah, that over time. They had mistook a bowling ball as a 1960s pop culture sporting thing, yeah. a sporting object as some sort of powerful object. And I thought we'd wake up and it'd be laughter and everybody would, would, would all stand around nope. laughing. Nope. 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 The Sea Devils and the others make their way through twisting submarine tunnels. God, and this story's not over yet. Biff says, why don't we just attack the Outsiders? In time. But first we must find a new headquarters. Then we'll gather our forces and... Oh, you're getting really good at that voice. Thanks, I'm trying. Yeah. I'm actually putting some effort in. Yeah. Unlike George Castan or whoever the hell wrote this story. <laughs> now there's Hold! A... I yeah. bring an urgent report straight from the tyrant's palace. It's one of the aliens. It's Bantu. You took a great risk in coming here. He sure did take a risk. That's one of the characters that's been causing all the trouble. Let me at him. No, Sea Devil, wait. You are wrong about Bantu. Bantu is one of our most daring secret agents. And with an ancient device, contact lenses. <laughs> he has passed himself off as one of the mind-imprisoned victims. Had he been discovered, he would have died. Instantly. What urgent report brought you here, Bantu? I know why the enemy wanted the capsule from the past. It contained a planet stone. The planet stone? I'm familiar with it. Good. Then maybe you can clear up the mystery of why the outsiders (laughs) wanted it so badly. If you can, we might still defeat them. When it was first, when it first fell to Earth, we thought it was just another meteorite that splashed into the sea. Uh, what, what? Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, that's him. Well, the guy said that the scientists have talked about the planet stone throughout the centuries, but if he thinks he's uh, ten centuries in the future, I guess that checks out. So when it first fell to Earth, we thought it was just another meteorite that splashed into the sea near near a beach. See that? A meteorite. What luck, we spotted it. When we first recovered it, we had no idea of its remarkable properties. Okay, haul it up. We'll get it to the marine lab. That's we, probably the best place for an object from space, a marine lab. We discovered that the stone's very presence on Earth was neutralizing the salt in the seawater, threatening to destroy all the sea life that couldn't survive in non-salt water. Why did you not get rid of the stone if it was such a menace? Here is scientific brilliance at work. I'm <sighs> saying this with incredible sarcasm. We had planned to shoot it into the sun in a rocket but then considered the fact that if the seas got too salt-laden, in centuries to come, it could serve a purpose. So we 
bottled it up in the time capsule. But why would the outsiders want it? I think I know. As the water level has dropped, the seas have become saltier than ever, and the tremendous amount of salt is hampering the outsiders' operations and converting the seas into sky water. <laughs> yes, like sand and gears. We've got to get the stone back before it's too late. God, this story. Now God, this, this story. Bantu knows a secret entrance into the palace. Come, there is not a moment to waste. The survival of mankind depends upon the outcome of our attack. Lead the way, pal. Wear your underwater breathing gear or you'll drown in the liquefied air of the palace. Or water. <laughs> but above all, hurry! I have to say, every time I go home to Florida to see my family, yes. it's exactly the same thing. I think. Like having liquefied air. <laughs> liquefied air. I've got, to, I've got to wear some sort of special breathing apparatus, otherwise I'm going to drown. Now, oh. they bust into the palace. This... King has is at the controls of the time warp. If he throws the switch, the sea devils can never return to their own time. How did that get figured into the story? I don't know, but I would be fine with that, actually, if they never returned to their own time, because then I wouldn't have to read about them anymore. <laughs> uh, now, this is not a Zappa gun that they fire, but a splat gun. That's splat a, hyphen gun. That's a deadlier thing, obviously, uh, for uh, what happens. Surprisingly, the splat gun does not make the sound splat. It makes the sound ka hyphen vam. Ka-vam. Ka-vam. Kevin. Uh, the guy's unconscious. <laughs> what does he say? Uh, <laughs> with the tyrant out of the way, his legions of outsiders will soon fall. After that, Earth's mind hyphen prisoners will be freed, <laughs> and our seas will be normal again. As for the planet stone, we'll take it back and, uh, and the capsule back with us. Which reminds me, we better get going before something else happens to the time warp. Before much else can be said, the famed foursome of the deep seemed to be floating through endless space. Farewell, sea devils. Fa farewell. Boy, back in our own day again. We ought to go ashore and celebrate. Yes, Nikki, but only after we take the Planet Stone to the Space Center. And, oh, the Space Center. Yes. And arrange for a one hyphen way. <laughs> that's the proper use of a hyphen. Yes. One hyphen way rocket trip for it. No celebrations in the present till we know the folks in the f are safe in the future. Boy, that was a quick four panel, three panel wrap up to a really long story, wasn't it? So... Don't they need the planets? I guess the seas are going to return to normal in the future without the planet stone. Look, and now look. they're going to shoot the planet stone into... If there's anything we've learned from this story is that yes. no matter what they do, the humans are doomed. The seas will correct themselves and the earth will shake off its planetary inhabitants, parasites, the humans, um, no matter what happens. Right? Right. You can find us on social media at GoGoCheckPod. You can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get podcasts from. And you can find us right back here in 1,000 weeks <laughs> with a new episode. Anything to add? Uh, no, I have thoroughly enjoyed this. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Stay out of the liquefied air, people. It's no joke. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes when I go back to Florida. Thank you. Yes. All right. Bye. Bye.